The Lightning go into tomorrow night's Game 5 matchup down 3-1. Now, some might say that the Lightning are cooked. I say, I didn't hear no bell. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. This episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Today, we're previewing tomorrow night's game against none other, shocker, shocker, the Toronto Maple Leafs Game 5 matchup. The Lightning are fighting for their playoff lives up in Toronto. And the wall is as caved in or the lightning are in as dire of a situation in terms of facing the possibility of elimination that this is probably the one of the biggest games that we'll have seen them play in, in the couple of playoff runs that we've seen them where we are not really sure or, or, more so worried as to what the outcome might be. And this is really unfamiliar territory for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, two straight Stanley Cup finals in which they take home Lord Stanley, a third finals appearance in which they don't. Um, this is all coming off, obviously, the notorious 2019 first-round sweep that they suffered to the hands of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And even though that is three seasons, three playoff runs, four playoff runs, really, or three playoff runs since that happened, if you look at a lot of the the matchups or the series that the Lightning have had over the last couple of years, you know, there was there was obviously some weird matchups or I wouldn't say weird but even in the bubble after that blue jacket series you kind of always felt like the lightning were in cruise control and even in last year's eastern conference final against the new york rangers in which this team dropped the first two games of that series you kind of always felt like this lightning team was going to come back or it, it wasn't even it wasn't even a a question as to if you know the series was over or not and when you look at this year's lightning team we have documented very extensively throughout the course of the season as well as the last couple of games of the playoffs this is a different Tampa Bay Lightning team they're not the big bad bolts anymore and that comes with players being being exhausted having a lot of miles on them these last couple of playoff years players leaving Yanni Gord, Barkley Goodrow, Blake Coleman, um Jan Ruda, Ryan McDonough and this team has been forced more 
more so this season than any other season that we have seen over the last couple of years to evolve. And they haven't really been able to do that in past years. You look at even last year when Jan Ruda was playing. All right. When Ryan McDonough was the defensive lockdown guy, when you had Eric Chernak, um, on this team, obviously playing well. And, and, you know, the lightning were kind of figuring things out more. So on the third line, you always had someone kind of being the saving grace for this team. And even last year as well, Vasilevsky was playing still very, very well. And this year, not so much. So, I mean, you've, you've had instances where guys, I mean, last game, most notably, Alex Kalorn has been the guy for this team last game. I mean, you look at the game, the the, the game four in which Alex Kalorn had. I mean, you he looked like he looked like Braden Point in certain times. The puck just kept gravitating towards him. The way he was playing, the way he was creating space for himself, uh, the opportunities he was having, he could have had six goals, maybe seven. And the one thing that we have seen, though, from past Lightning teams that we have not seen in this year's playoff team has been playing a full 60 minutes. And that has something that has really, really bitten the Lightning, something that has really been their Achilles heel. And that is something that they're going to need to do for the entirety of this series for them to be able to move on past Toronto. And let's, cause let's face it. When you look at what the lightning have done, what the lightning have not done this series, it comes down to two things. It comes down to Andre Vasilevsky has made some incredible, and let me preface this by saying Andre Vasilevsky has made some incredible saves here and there to keep the team in these games. Having said that, he has also not made some saves that we are normally accustomed to him making, and we'll talk about that in the second segment of this episode because I think it really warrants an extensive conversation about Maybe at this point in time, what are the expectations for Andre Vasilevsky? Um, which way, what what should we be looking from him for the entirety of the series? And the other, but well, like I said, we'll save that for the, the second part of this episode. But the other thing that the Lightning, or really the, the other thing that has really uh, been a huge pain in the butt for the Lightning and has really put them in the situation that they are in right now, down 3-1 in this series, heading back up to Toronto, where if the Lightning if the Lightning play better down the stretch in these games, we could potentially be going back up to Toronto with a 3-1 lead, looking to close out. And, we're ha- and then the whole uh, narrative of the Maple Leafs choking again the first Uh, round of the playoffs is very well alive but that's obviously not the case the other one the other issue that has played this team is that they have not played a full 60 minutes they have not done well and they have not played what and kind of 
umbrellaed into that issue is that they have not played well in front of Andre Vasilevsky. And I feel like in years past, and we'll also touch upon this in the second segment when we get to Vasilevsky, but the Lightning have been immensely, immensely spoiled, more spoiled than really any team has been over the last five years. And even when I spoke about it this year, uh, the the Lightning needed to play better in front of him at the beginning of the season because I don't think anybody was expecting there to be some sort of incredible season from 88. I still think that at the end of the day, in order for him to be successful, this team needed to play better. And in the latter stages of game four, and we could sit here no matter what side you're on, whether you're a Leafs fan watching this or you're a, or you're a Lightning fan watching this, or you're someone who's just neutral and, and just wants to watch good hockey, I think we could all agree to a certain extent with each other. We don't have to 100% agree, but we could. I think we could all come and find common ground and say to ourselves, later on in the game, especially when after the first Matthews goal, this Lightning team was very, and, and even some could even make the point that it was earlier in the game than that. This Lightning team was very soft in front of Vasilevsky. And he even voiced it uh, some displeasure. I, and I don't think it was any meant for any shade being thrown on his teammates. But he even said something earlier today when they were asking him um, what he could do differently. I don't remember what the exact question was said, but it was it was alluding to the fact that he has so much traffic in front of him in front of the net and he he gave back an answer saying that he's gonna have to buy himself a pair of x-ray glasses which i 100 percent agree with his frustration you know at the end of the day in the playoffs in this league especially especially when you're as good of when you have as good of a track record as andre vasileski does you're going to be open to a lot of scrutiny when you don't perform but at the end of the day if I had to place blame on one person or or one group of people, it would be the Tampa Bay Lightning in general. I think the pendulum absolutely swings in favor of this team needing to do better in front of their goaltender. I think we have established through the first couple of games of this series, at least for the Lightning, that this isn't going to be that kind of series where your goaltender is going to be able to put you on his shoulders, on his back, and carry you to victory. That's not going to happen. Game two was an indication of that. Game three was as well. Game four, I said on the last episode that he looked good at certain instances in the game, but if you look a little bit closer... There was instances, there were situations where he was out of position. He he lost the stick a couple of times. He was making saves, but it almost looked like it was almost by accident. He it, it almost looked like there wasn't that much confidence, especially after he was collecting himself uh, to to get ready for the rebounds. So this team needs to play better. They need to play physical. And they did not do that down the stretch. There were certain moments in that third period where they had control. 
but clearly they didn't have a tight enough grasp on this game because as we all know what happened, the Leafs came back, scored three unanswered goals to tie things up, and then another goal in overtime to take a 3-1 lead. So we, we'll see if the Lightning could, could flip the script in game five as a whole, as a team defensively, because if we're going to look back, if we're looking back tomorrow night on game five as to whether or not this team won or not, if we're talking about a Lightning win, we're 100% going to be talking about what kind of presence was in front of their own net. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll obviously touch upon that. And then obviously coming up, we'll be talking about Andre Vasilevsky. How much uh, is he to blame for this recent lack of success for the Lightning, where they're at in the series? What can we expect from him in game five? We talk about all that. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is our friends at the Game Time app. Now, if you haven't heard about Game Time, I absolutely love it. If you're looking for something that is stress-free and super easy to use to buy last-minute tickets to your favorite sporting event or concert or whatever, Game Time is the app for you. Game Time is fast and easy to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash sale flash sales on tickets for football basketball baseball and concerts comedy theater and more so download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem that code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed so if you haven't already done so please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and follow us wherever podcasts are distributed in audio farm we are also available on youtube uh the last video absolutely blew up so i want to thank all of you for your uh your your enthusiasm around the show as well as your enthusiasm on the last episode i don't care whether you're a lightning fan a Leafs fan or just the or a hockey fan. Thank you for that. That was unbelievable. And we look forward to having more videos blow up like that in the future. And we could, we need your help with that by going ahead, subscribing to the channel on YouTube, hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you are notified and you could watch it. So we talked about this team really failing their goaltender. And, and I think that is a, is a reasonable point to make. Uh, this team kind of has been suspect all season long and I alluded to it on the last episode and and I kind of want to get into it, you know, just say one last thing about this team before we get into Vazzy. This team has been struggling to find their identity all season long defensively. And I think we could all agree that stuff like this, especially when you lose two defensemen as John Ruta, as especially as Ryan McDonough, um, it's going to take time it, and it may not get resolved in a season. And we're clearly seeing that still trying to be figured out right now. And when your team, whether you're the Tampa Bay Lightning or whomever you are in the NHL, when you lose two and two key defensive uh, personnel 
and you can't really you're 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 restricted by the salary cap as the Lightning are. It, it's hard to to really get that together real quick, which is why I think to a certain degree, as well as you know the Lightning, as well as we as fans did, expected Vasilevsky to pick up the pieces where the Lightning as a team faltered. Now, having said that, I don't think it was a fair assumption because I certainly assumed that was going to be the case this year. I didn't think he was going to have a Vezina Trophy winning season or anything near, but I thought we were going to see something at least in the playoffs that would sort of give us the indication that he was back to that level. But when you look at Andre Vasilevsky and you look at the season he's had, and even last year and, and, and the, the Stanley Cup final as well, we kind of have to ask ourselves, you know, what are realistic expectations with this guy? The last couple of years, this team has played more games and more playoff games than anybody. I believe, I think that the, the second most playoff games played by a team was the New York Islanders. And I think they were like in the fifties, the Islanders, I believe at the point uh, at the time of the stat, I believe it was game one was like 72, something like absolutely an, unbelievable. But to kind of put stuff into perspective for Andre Vasilevsky real quick, and then we'll we'll dive, we'll we'll kind of look past the numbers and and look more towards at the eye test for him. So this past season, his season average for percentage on scoring, his save percentage on scoring chances um, was at ninety one and a half percent. This series, he's at 85.6. His playoff career average is 92.1. And this is coming from Megan Chaka. I'm sorry if I'm getting the, the pronunciation wrong, but she was breaking it down. This was passed along on Twitter by Deandra Lux. And I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name as well. Um, so I'm going to read the tweet real quick and then we'll 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 break it down. So every little detail can tilt the game in the lightning favor through four games that Vasilevsky's save percentage on scoring chances is 70.3% compared to the regular season average where he was 30 uh 79.6%. Vasilevsky, sorry, so the numbers I just read before that were his overall save percentage. So his save percentage this series is 85.6. His percentage during the regular season was 91.5% and his playoff career average is 92.1%. So what can we take from that? Or what could we more so assume from Andre Vasilevsky? Now, I know that the 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 normal go-to, at least it has been as of late, and when I say as of late, the last two seasons, at least the last two playoff runs, is that this guy is tired, okay? But at the same time, I'm looking, I, I want to dissect that statement a little bit more for him. Now, my thing is that have we come to expect a certain level of play from Andre Vasilevsky, whether he is tired, rested, whatever? Are we unreasonable when we look at his level of play, or are is our expectations? at the same level 
as where we really should have them. And I really think that to expect him to come in in big games, especially elimination games, and come in and absolutely take control, depending on who you're talking to. Now, we just got done talking about all the issues that the Lightning have had defensively. I would say that my expectations for him to take control of the game are probably measured. I would say that I expect him to make the tough saves here and there. I expect him to make the regular saves. And I also expect him to not get picked apart, even though we all know and pretty much the rest of the league has known for quite some time that blocker side on Vasilevsky, I would say probably off the top of my head, just off the eye test memory, probably 80% of the time that's going in. But even when your back is against the wall, even when your team has failed you, we have seen in past playoffs years where 88 has come to play, where he's come to the table, where he has, through his play, told his guys, I got this. Not so much this this playoff season. And I've seen some back and forth online about especially those la- those three goals and even the fourth one in overtime that he gave up on those deflections. And I'm going to def- I'm going to say both sides on this. I'm going to defend him real quick and then I'm going to pick apart my own defense. I'm going to say real quick that those tips, those tip-in goals, there is a very small number, a very small number of goaltenders in the league that are going to make those saves. Especially when you have that much traffic in front of you, maybe one one guy here and there is going to be able to make that save. Now, on the other side of that, and this all goes back to expectations, past playoff performances, we have seen when he is on, when when the Lightning, when their back is against the wall, and we saw this last year in game six against the same team, him make saves like that. And there was instances where it, this playoffs, these goals that he has given up, tips or not, he's out of position. Like I said, he doesn't have that killer instinct. Right now, the the Vasilevsky that we have compared to past performances does not have that dog in him. And even though I just got done discussing how this team has failed him in front, that's why he gets paid nine and a half million dollars. Okay. He gets paid nine and a half million dollars to go out there and pick up the pieces when his team has failed him to, to carry them, to pick them up when they can't pick up themselves. So really as much as I want to say for, for game five tomorrow night that the lightning need to play better in front of him and 100% they do 
at the end of the day, the Lightning will win or lose this game, depending on whether of those two things happen, will depend on the performance of the guy playing goaltender for them, and that is Andre Vasilevsky. So wrapping things up on the show, let me know what you think in the comments below. How are you feeling? Uh, like I said at the top of the show, um, you know, I was I was a little bit down on them. Obviously, that was post-game reactions. Uh, but I'm ready. I'm pumped. I, I think that the Lightning will come out. I think that they have outplayed this Toronto team all series long. It's just all about finishing things. Uh, except for game two, the Lightning have been the better team. Now, the question will be, obviously, other than the ones that I have already posed, can they play well in front of Vasilevsky? Can they? Can their goaltender pick them up? Can he propel them? Can he extend this series? The real question is going to be, is that can they play a full 60 minutes? That's really what it's going to come down to. What kind of team are we going to see? Because the team that we have seen in pretty much the first 20, 25 minutes of games three and four look very similar to the teams that have won the cup two years in a row. Now, now the names are different. The pedigree is a little higher on those cup winning teams, but they have shown us they can play well. They can play well. They haven't been able to sustain it, but they can play well. The, the level of play is there. They do have the tools to do that. But when we look at this Lightning team, it's not going to be about can they come back and win this series. It's going to be about let's just take it shift by shift. Let's just take it period by period. And let's just take it goal by goal. Because that's really what it's going to come down to. Let's just get through game five. Let's just get back in the series. Let's make it 3-2, and then let's move on to game six. So let me know in the comments below what you think. And as always, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Hit that notification button down below. And follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked On underscore Lightning on Instagram. And you could also tweet to, to me. Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Love hearing from all of you. Love hearing all the feedback in the comments. Let's go out there. Let's win game five. Let's extend this playoff run. Because as we all know, the longer the Lightning are in this series, the more dangerous they become. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you 